This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Uh, speaker requests, Brandon. All right. What up, Brandon? How's it going, man? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm fired up right now on this Twitter. Rothstein hey. just, just dropped, dropped this knowledge on me. Yay, man! I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited, and uh, and that's why locker room is so dope, in my opinion. Like news can break, and we can talk talk about it like right now, you know. Agreed. Um, so the the big five games I'm seeing are, in my opinion, the top five Big Ten teams, which is going to be Michigan, um, Michigan State, Illinois. Illinois, Iowa, and Wisconsin, um, yeah. I think, are going to be the top five teams in the league this year. I don't want to dabble too much outside of them, so so let's just talk about the the, in my opinion, the most interesting game. You have the Hauser brothers going at going at each other. You got Sam Hauser versus Joey uh, at Virginia. Virginia's coming off a 23-7 and seven year, 15-5 in the ACC. They just missed another Big Ten, t- uh, another ACC title by one game. I believe Florida State won that. Um, it's in Charlottesville, so it's, it's going to be on the road, even though I highly doubt there will, there will be fans. Um, really interesting matchups there, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Key Clark, Key P.A. Clark for Virginia is like a gnat, but he controls tempo a lot. Really good point guard for them. Mm-hmm. Um, very slow team, big on defense. They're they're almost a Big Ten team that plays in the ACC. Um, how are your feelings about that matchup? I, I mean, I, I'm pumped about it. I think, you know, it's, it's going to be – I mean, we've seen Michigan State and Virginia play, I think, the last two times have been in the tournament, though. And both games, Michigan State has jumped out to a quick, early, hot start and kind of just run with it from there. But going to Virginia, I mean, we don't really know what to expect because there's not going to be any fans. But, like, or most likely there's not going to be any fans. But the Hauser brother thing is a cool touch. I think that pretty much made this a guaranteed setup right from the start. But I was trying to look and see if they had played each other in the Big Ten ACC Challenge before, and it looks like it was way back in the in the start. They played in 2001 in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, and I don't know if you remember, Ant, but it was when that the game got canceled at halftime because they played at the Richmond Coliseum, and there's ice underneath the floor. Oh man! And uh, and the game got called at halftime because they kept slipping around everywhere. That's the last time those two have played. Oh my gosh. That was that. That was the last matchup period, but between the two, in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, they played twice in the in the tournament. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. 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 
because they played with like Trice and all those boys when uh, when uh, Michigan State or uh, yeah, it was like a seven-two matchup in the second round. It was the year that Michigan State made that unexpected run to the Final Four with uh, Trice was on the team, and um, yeah, Virginia was a two seed and they upset them. And then they played in the Sweet Sixteen a couple years later. So gotcha. But but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a different matchup in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. So I'm, I'm excited to see that the brother on brother thing will be cool. That's that's gonna be pretty cool, man. Um, it doesn't happen a lot because usually those guys are on the on the same team. Uh-huh. <laughs> So you very rarely get that brother to brother going up against each other matchup. You you see some people are naming Sam Hauser as ACC preseason player of the year. Who said that? I'm I'm seeing people predict that. It's interesting. Um, like like notable see, pundits. Like yeah, I, like, I have to see who. I have to see who is. Uh, I have I mean, to see really who's returning in the ACC this year. CBS Sports. I mean, that could very well be legit. That could CBS be legit. CBS Sports you know, Network put out their uh, top five for their, their All American list today, and he was third team All American. Third team? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's I mean, good, but. <laughs> I see, I mean. I see that, but like you, you have a situation like at Florida State where you know guys are guys are in ten eleven man type of rotations, so their numbers are not necessarily going to jump off the board. Then you have UNC was down this past season; they don't know who's going to step up for them. Then you have Duke; pretty much they're just replacing who they had this past year with the same guys. Um, mm-hmm. I see that those three teams are going to be on top. Um, so I mean, who knows? Who I, mean knows? I think Kihei Clark, could, you mentioned him. I think he's a candidate for, for uh, all. But he's teams. just solid. I mean, he's he's just – he's he's like um, – what's his name? Who played with the Grizzlies, point guard out of Ohio State. He's similar oh, Con- to Mike, Mike Conley. Conley. Yeah. Mike Conley, where – he goes out there and does his job, but he's never going to get the accolades to, to go along with it, um, uh-huh. because that's that's just not the type of guy he is. Like you know, Kate Clark is not going to come out drop seventeen a game and like eight dimes. He's going to have like ten, eleven a game, um, not turn the ball over, play really hard defense, um, average about five assists. Um, but they, but they. They play so slow that right. you know numbers really aren't going to jump the way that you think that they should. I think um, who else? I'm trying to think of who else is. Com- I mean, Garrison Brooks from North Carolina is coming back. He could be. He could be a candidate. And that uh, there's a little short guard who plays for Miami that can absolutely fill it up. I don't think he's going to be Player of the Year because Miami's not going to be good enough. But the little five eight kid. Yeah, uh, is it like likes? Yeah, Chris, Chris likes. Yeah, yep. Chris likes. Yeah, he, he gave y'all a fit at Illinois. Oh my god, that was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he can fill it up, man. He gave y'all a fit. What was I that know. last year? Yeah, no, that was the one when we were down like twenty-seven, and then um, likes was giving us the works, and then uh, we came back, and then yeah, there was that was a bad game. That was so tough to watch. How you feeling about that trip to Cameron? 
I'm excited. I mean, I wish there was like fans involved, obviously, like, um, so it would be more interesting. But like, I'm excited because we haven't played like a legit team in one of these for a while. I mean, we've been pretty trash the past ten years, so like, I get, I get that. But it's just cool to see that Illinois is going to be playing like a legitimate team. And then, like, an interesting storyline is that so, and you know, Adam Miller. He's, you know, one of the top players in Illinois. And then the actual, another top player in Illinois is at Duke. So there's, like, an interesting storyline there. Ah. Oh. So it's, like, the two top freshmen from Illinois um, going to play against each other. So that that will be cool. And they're both from Chicago, so. Interesting. Who yeah, was that at uh, Duke? Uh, DJ Jaylen? Stewart. DJ, DJ Stewart. Oh, another DJ, guard, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's gotcha. good. Yeah, he can fill it up. I mean, and, he's uh, that dude. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he's good. <laughs> yeah. Jay, I think Jalen Johnson is Duke's, uh, you know, I mean, they, they get a lot of top guys every year, but I think he's he's one of their, you know, the guy that they think is going to come in and really step up this year. Because I don't know, they lost a lot. I saw Coach K was talking about how Matthew Hurt was like 40 pounds heavier or something like that. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I'm like, we got we got to get Marcus Bingham on the Matthew Hurt diet. Yeah, <laughs> Matthew Hurt has a lot of game too, man. He's, he's skilled. He's really skilled. He's like a Mike Dunleavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is Jalen Johnson a point guard or is he a a wing? Because I see Johnson's more like a more like a wing. Yeah, like he's, a, six, he's like six, a three eight. four. Yeah. yeah, because twenty four seven was saying that he's a point guard, and I was like, "Wait, oh no, 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 definitely not." Everybody wants to be a point guard, you know. It drives, <laughs> it drives me nuts. It drives me insane. I'm like, get your butt on the block. <laughs> it's like the yeah, it's like everybody wants to be a quarterback. Thing. You know, everyone exactly. wants to. Yeah. Everyone envisions himself as the floor general. It's unreal. So, speaking of those preseason All-America teams, I saw Ayo DeSumo, uh, CBS Sports, named him as the number as a first-team All-American. Yep. I can see that. I can see yeah. that. You have a couple of factors there. You have, you know, one, you're going to be on a pretty good team. When you're, you know, a first-team All-American, usually your team is also pretty good. Um, they're, they're not going to reward uh, guys who lose. So... That's the first thing. The second thing, you know, he averaged about 16 last year, and he wasn't his most efficient. Um, I think he, he could be better this um, coming year and probably average around like 19 or, or like 20 a game. And he'll have a lot of help along with him too. Yeah, definitely. He's got to shoot above, you know, like 35% from three because I think he only shot like 29%. Yeah, he struggled. Year. So, yeah, absolutely. But his mid mid range is probably where he makes his most um, most of his scoring. But if he can if he can shoot above like thirty five percent, I think you know he'll be like like you said nineteen twenty points a game. Right. I'm with you there. I'm yeah. I'm a little uh, I'm a little upset about Michigan's opponent, Ant. I was hoping for something I am a, little, too. a little more exciting. I am too. Um, NC State and Michigan, they had very similar seasons last year, um, very similar records, uh, exact same conference record, um, but they lost. They're, they're going to be a step down this year where I think Michigan takes a, takes a step up. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little bit disappointed in that as well. 
Um, I mean, C.J. Bryce and Markel Johnson are obviously the, or arguably their two best players last year, and they're both gone. And they're gone, so, right. Yeah, exactly. So, and I know that they have a couple of grad transfers, but, I mean, they're not going to make a huge a huge impact, I believe. I think there's a there's a there's a grad transfer who's actually from Gross from Gross Point, Michigan, uh, who transferred into NC State. Never heard of him prior to you know now, but apparently he's he's transferring in and he should be eligible as well. Is it Devin Daniels? That... Uh, I see. I... I see Battle Creek, Michigan. I'm, I'm looking at the roster right now. Yeah. Okay. Devon. What? Well, it's Devin or, or Devon. Devon. Yeah, I think yeah. it might be Devon. If, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He was at he was at your favorite uh, favorite state, and he was at Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it him? Is he there now? I think so. Looks like it. I mean, that's He's the only bad. one from Michigan. Yeah, they got He's one freshman bad. that's that's like decent. I think top seventy five. But other than that, like they don't have too much coming in to replace their two best players either. So. DJ DJ Funderburk, I think is probably the guy that's they're expecting most from uh, early in the season. Uh, but I mean Braxton Beverly, he can shoot a little bit. Michigan should win this game, especially oh, in Ann Arbor. Especially in, in, in Ann Arbor. I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. Danny Danny Dixon, I've never heard of him. Danny Dixon, grad he's transfer from, from Kansas City. Yeah, he's from Gross Point Park. Oh, I've never heard of this guy. Interesting. Do you is think? He, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, we were going to ask the same thing. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about Iowa and the North Carolina game. Yeah, Iowa should sure win that game. You think Iowa so? should win that game. Oh, uh, you're on Iowa. You're you're on the Iowa bandwagon then, because I just said I think they're going to finish fifth in the Big Ten. I really? think yeah. I have Iowa at number. I have Iowa at number three. In the Big Ten, I just I don't, they think don't North play Carolina defense. Finishes anywhere at that point. I'm not a Fran McCaffrey fan. I just think like you just it's going to be the same thing. Like like you said, there's not going to be any defense played at all. Yeah, they're yeah. running gun, running they're, gun. They, they'll yeah. shoot, they'll fill it up. But if they're off, still, then they're yeah. They're for North Carolina, that doesn't have guys who can like shoot the rock to like to to like really score with them. They got a lot of freshmen. Yep. How, how so, dare you slander Leaky Black? <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't shoot. Honestly, shooting is the worst part of his game. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think Ar- Armando Baycott, I think his name is, I think he's back dude. for UNC. He's going to have his hands full with Garza. Um, Garza's going to, I don't man, he's going to do unspeakable things to that dude. Yeah, they got him listed at six ten, two thirty two. He showed he played pretty well last year, but that that was okay. Be, that will probably okay. be the key matchup there. I mean, McDonald's, McDonald's guy, but you know, Iowa re- returns so they they literally return everybody and then some, um, and then they get Bohannon back, and they get Bohannon back for his sixth year, and Bohannon can come back next year too. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna glee with his doctorate <laughs> <laughs> paid for. I don't know, man. I just I can't I can't totally buy into Iowa. I just I mean I, I'm gonna, I'm buying into him as a top twenty five team, 
just some of these some of these people have them top five in the country. Oh, yeah. Some have them top ten. Garza's the unanimous player of the year. As a Michigan State fan who just saw this happen with Michigan State last year, when we're number one to start the year and Cassius is unanimous player of the year, these things just tend to not work out the way we think they're going to. But you were like, number one contingent on Josh Langford being healthy, though. True. True. You know? Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, even with Langford, Michigan State, you know, they looked like a top 10, 15 team. I don't know if we were the number one team. I'm just saying when you throw that, it's more of the larger point that, like, when you throw all this pressure on a team, especially a team like Iowa that is or a program like Iowa that isn't, you know, accustomed to these sort of things, I don't – it just doesn't seem to work out most of the time. I actually yeah. like Wisconsin better than Iowa this year. Yeah, it's their year to every three years they have an elite contender because that all their all their players grow up. Yeah, nobody ever leaves for, Wisconsin ever. Yeah, ever. Ethan Happ, and then Ethan everyone can back. come back for Wisconsin next year. Reavers is going to have his doctor doctor too at this point. Oh man, Reavers is man. <laughs> Reavers and Davison. Potter. Rebus, yeah. <laughs> Reavers and Potter, I think they are a top five front court in the country. Let me, let me count here. They have one, two, three, four, five, six seniors on Wisconsin. And they can all come back next year. Demetri yep. Trice, Aleem Ford, Micah Potter, Trevor Anderson, Brad Davison, so the and whole Nate team. Reavers can all come back next year if they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Brad Davis has been there since like since Ethan Happ. Since like Trey Burke. <laughs> who was the guy? Who was the guy? Uh, Nigel. Oh, Hayes. Nigel Hayes. Yeah, he was there fourteen years. Yeah. <laughs> like him and Perry Ellis started a law firm during their time. Oh, law firm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like I like the argument you always make with Wisconsin fans how Tyler Hero would still be like taking classes at Wisconsin if he sticked his commitment there. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would. He would Wisconsin still be would there. Have totally screwed him over. <laughs> he would have played like 16 minutes a game for his freshman year, and then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know you said you didn't want to talk about any other matchups, but I Syracuse Rutgers I think is kind of interesting. Who now? Syracuse and Rutgers. That is an interesting game. You know, Northeast, regional. They Big don't East really Rivals. play. Yeah, When's the last East time Rivals. they played? Probably when they were in the Big East. The old Big yeah, East. Yeah, like they haven't played in a long, long time. And Steve Peichel, favorite coach in the league. Yeah, pounding nails. <laughs> favorite coach in the league, man. And, um, and that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. They get everyone back, too, I think, mostly. Uh, mm-hmm. Rutgers doesn't have the the fifth year guy, but they did re- they did get a top fifty the big guy. Uh, center though. Yeah, they did get yeah, a top fifty center. Yeah, it's um, Omarui. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. They they lose the one other big guy uh, or the two big guys, Eboa and Jack Carter. Yeah, but uh, Harper Harper's really good. Yeah, Harper. Ron Harper's, Harper's so good, yeah, man. Harper's good. Ron Harper's good. Um, Geo Baker's good, and Geo Baker can you know, come back too. So yeah. they're tough. They're a tough it, team. It's too bad that there won't be fans because the rack for would be real. rocking. The rack would be rocking for that one. Yeah, it would. Um, what is that dude's name? He played at Oregon. Um, oh, Mer- then played with the Pacers. His name was like 
Joe or something. Joe, Joe Young. Joe Young. His yeah. younger brother is really good too. Oh yeah, yeah, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jacob's good. Crazy oh. quick, fast, tough as nails, elite on defense, sneaky bounce. Well, I'm excited what, about this year, man. See what see what happens at your dog and John Rothstein last night, and then <laughs> and then he, he drops this beautiful knowledge on us. Now. Hey, he is annoying. Like I don't care what he drops. <laughs> he's harmless, but he is like he's. He's that kid you like, you know, like shoving the locker. Like, I'm not going to promote <laughs> bullying, but I'm like, yeah, you know, you're harmless, but, you know, just, uh, you know, leave me alone, you know? <sighs> I haven't seen any GOAT rodeo tweets today, so, it, so it's okay. <laughs> it's all ACC Big Ten stuff. And I love, oh, how, I love how one ACC team just gets left out in the cold, and it's always like one of the the bottom, like I think it's Wake Forest this year. They're just like, oh, sorry, you, you don't get to play. It's like, the kids, pick, it's like the, the kids who get to pick last for dodgeball at recess. Well, they have, what, 16 teams in the conference? Yeah. 15, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. They probably just That's added crazy. three while we've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy how many teams there are, man. It's like the Eastern Conference. It's the whole – it's the whole – East like, Coast. East Coast plus <laughs> Notre Dame. Like, Notre Dame just gets thrown oh, in. Oh, yeah. I forgot Notre Dame was in it. Notre Dame and Pitt just say, hey, can we join? Sure, come on. Who's <laughs> Notre Dame's playing? Oh, Ohio State. That's, Ohio that's State. kind of interesting, too. Ohio State should win that game. Yeah. I it like does. Seth Towns if he's healthy. I like Seth Towns a lot. Seth Towns. And the kid Liddell. Liddell's really good, too, on that team. EJ Liddell, yeah. EJ Liddell. He's a monster. Yeah. Is Towns the Harvard transfer? Yeah. Yes. I can't keep track of all these like Ivy. Years. Yeah, I can't keep track of all these Ivy leaguers coming into Mich- or the Big Ten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, you think this year's bad? Next year's going to be even worse because they don't take <laughs> fifth-year players. Oh gosh. Yeah, they don't I mean, well, fifth-year players play, so it's going to be nuts next year. Everybody who's going to be a senior next year, they're going to leave. They're going to have to leave. What is that rule? Was that like instituted in 1847 and they just never got rid of it? Or what is probably? That's crazy. So anyone, anyone who has gotten injured and they took a medical red shirt, they're gonna leave after their uh, third year of playing. What is so? What is as former player? What is your opinion on the the transfer with no penalty? Because that's everyone's been talking about that lately. I don't like that. I do like the fact that a player leaves after they graduate. That's fine. And I'm not saying that because I did that and I'm being biased towards it. But yeah. if you graduate, you should be able to do whatever the frick you want to do. So, right. you, so, but these guys who are going to be able to just transfer one year and play right away, I mean, it's going to – you have now you have an added layer of recruiting. Maybe these – Coaches are no longer, even if they have five scholarships available, maybe they're only filling it up with two or three high high schoolers, leaving two or three open because they know that they have they've they've they they have already connected with several AAU coaches, and 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 they've already had third party communication with some of these kids. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's legal, but we it it happens one thousand percent. Some of these big big AAU programs like you know like Mocan, uh, Boo Williams, Team Takeover, um, Night Riders, all these AAU programs. Just because a kid leaves and goes to college, these AAU coaches are still the point of contact. Yeah. So if a kid plays a year or two somewhere down the road, doesn't like it, and he can come play for you right away, are you going to take some 18-year-old snot-nosed kid or are you going to take uh, a former four-star or five-star player who's had two years of um, college prep? It's going to change the game completely. I was I heard uh, Jay Wright, Villanova's coach, talking about it the other day, and he says the the mid the mid to low majors are just going to stop recruiting high school kids. Yep, they're oh, basically yeah. just going to go straight to looking in the transfer market because mm-hmm. they they know that they're not even going to have a you know it's just not going to be helpful for them to to try and bring in high school kids if they're going to come there one year and just use it as a launching pad to go elsewhere. You exactly, know, I, it's. It's gonna, it's gonna change. I mean, there's a lot, lot coming to college basketball that could potentially shake it up and change the game in a lot of different ways. I know we're not here to talk about that, but no, 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 no. no. You know. This is a, this is you know all about hoops, which I'm loving. Um, I'm pretty pumped, dude. I, I'm, I'm starting to feel hoops. I mean, I, I see the schedules coming out and the games that are getting announced and these MTEs. It's starting to feel real, you know. It's starting to I feel know. real, you know. I know. I saw Izzo today talking about how Michigan State might try and get a game with Notre Dame, so that might be cool. Um, so here's got- what I'm hearing with that. What I'm hearing is they're going to try to go to 20, 20 conference games. Then they're going to go with five non-conference, one of them being the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Then they're going to have four other games. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, I, I read the, the ACC Big Ten Challenge, Notre Dame, and then Looks like they might end up playing the Michigan Max schools or something, or Oakland, which three whatever. locals, which yeah. which you know makes a, a lot of makes sense. so much. You don't sense. have to worry about playing. Look, you bust to us, come play, come take take your L's, go home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I always get nervous for that Oakland game, man. Every single year. I mean, the last few years they've handled them pretty good, but you never know. They took them to OT a few times. Back when played- they had back when they had K Felder, that was when it was. Yeah, they used to have some dudes on that local yeah. team. Yeah, the program's kind of slipped a little bit. I love Greg Campy, though. That guy's awesome. <laughs> he's always tweeting out funny stuff. It's kind of like he's, like he's like Bob Huggins' light, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about Louisville at Wisconsin? Hmm. Louisville doesn't get – they're not getting the, the scrub kid, right? He's, he's in the, nope. he's in the NBA draft. Is going to the league. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame. Him. I heard his GPA was like trash, trash. Yeah, he was. He is. He is not about that school. Not life, about the, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so him going straight does not surprise me at all whatsoever. Yeah, I'm Wis- trying to think of what freshman they got coming in. Wis- like, I feel like Wisconsin should should win that one. Pretty they should handle them. Yeah, is, just based off it, of experience. Is that one at the Chicken Bucket, the Yum Center? The chicken Bucket. <laughs> that's at that's at Wisconsin. It's at Wisconsin. Okay. Oh, Wisconsin. Okay. Even more because re- Louisville lost a lot. They lost Nora. They lost uh, McMahon. They lost uh, Stephen Enoch. 
Did um, McMahon graduate? Up? He graduated? Yeah. Oh, Noara was big for them. Yeah, yeah. McMahon was a senior last year, I think. Oh, okay. uh, I don't. I don't think he's going in the lottery. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Noir is big, obviously. Um, but yeah, they lost. Let's see. Let, let me pull up this page. One, two, three, four. Yeah, six. Six uh, rotation guys from last year are gone for Louisville. Interesting. Um, so I don't. I think there's a lot of unknown. I think uh, David Johnson, not the running back, but. Uh, I think he's he's kind of going to lead the team. I mean, I don't know what how much is expected from Louisville. I was a little surprised that Florida State and Wisconsin wasn't the matchup. Oh, who's Florida State playing? Indiana. Again, Indiana. Like, yeah, that's going to be an interesting game because that yeah. little point guard is legit for Indiana or Florida for Indiana. Yeah, Lander, right? Yes. Yeah, he's legit. Yes, Christian Lander. So that dude is nice. I just remember there's like there's like a clip of him playing with like the Louisville guys and he was just he was just owning them. Yeah, it was him and like why why were him and Jay Scrub the best players there? Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I think like Noara was on there too. Like he was Noara there maybe. too, just yeah. getting worked. <laughs> he worked. Yeah, like this kid from Tennessee will not stop tweeting at me. This, you you saw man when he says Michigan State's not going to make the tournament. I saw that. I saw. What that. is he talking about? I'm just like, man, look, look. I have said that before, but I had good basis. I said that before, and Michigan State went like 19 and 15 or something. Um, yeah, there's been a couple close year. calls. There's been a couple close calls. Yeah, not not this year. No, See, not I, this year. I just I can't take. I can't take him seriously. He's just he's talking even about if, other even if everything goes south for them, you know, they'll they they will still be like a seven or eight seed because they're just not lacking the talent enough. Yeah. They always you have know? talent. They're always gonna have, and they have Tom Izzo. Right. I mean right. Tom is gonna get he'll make it know, work. Yeah. And I just I mean I don't think this is gonna be an elite team, but I don't see how they finish outside the top five in the Big Ten. I'm so interested on what they do with the one in the two spot. I'm Ugh. so interested, man. All this foster lawyer talk is making me nervous, man. <laughs> really? I, I mean, he could be a he could be a key Clark. I know, I know, Key Clark plays. He's he's one of the better defenders, but they can hide him on the defensive end, especially if he's out there with Watson Henry. Yeah, and Langford is pretty solid, or at least he was, back, you know, a couple of years ago defensively. No, you, you're right, but that is the biggest difference between Lawyer and Kihei Clark is Kihei Clark can play defense, and so far through two years, Foster Lawyer has been a liability on defense. Right. So, but, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe he's gotten bigger and stronger, though, and if Izzo just won't stop talking about he's talking today about how he how he hopes he has a great year and shuts everyone, every, all the Twitter trolls up. Oh, he's <laughs> talking to me. <laughs> he was specifically talking about no. you. <laughs> he probably Man. is talking. To, he probably is talking to you. He might I hope. I hope someone. It. I hope someone leaks me with a tweet quoting him saying that, so I can quote tweet it. You know what? You got Tom Izzo to talk about Twitter, so that's kind of cool in its own way. Hey, you know? hey, it's all good. <laughs> but look though, like. People think I hate Foster Lawyer. Like I really, like I really don't. Like, I, like I want the best for every collegiate athlete that's out there. Um, but, but, um, 
I don't pull punches on anybody. You know, I make jokes like that's what I do, and and I enjoy doing it, and it's all and it's a lot of fun. But yeah. you know, you know, people <laughs> people get get real real sensitive. People can get real real sensitive out there. <laughs> He's just, I mean. He is not. He doesn't really hurt you on offense. You know, he can make a shot. He's a good ball handler. He moves he the ball. He can shoot it. He yeah, can he can shoot, shoot it. He can. He's, he might be the best shooter on the team from a pure shooting standpoint. Not better than Joey Hauser. I'll okay, take Hauser yeah. over anybody. Well, Tom said he was the best shooter on the team, but again, maybe he's just trying to hype him up. Hype him up. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Because a lot of him is like, but is between the ears. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah he got true. named the captain though. Like that was pretty surprising to me that he. I'm he sure he works re- super hard. I'm sure yeah, he, he works crazy has hard. And he talks to guys, and he like helps out in film. I'm pretty sure he does, you know. Yeah. And that's it, not a surprise in my opinion. I mean, that's the stuff that people don't see, you know. Like it's the stuff that you know we see them play on the court. College basketball, obviously, most of us aren't getting a look at anything other than games. And you know, when when he gets stepped on. And, <laughs> I was just going to say that. The, yeah, like, the surfboard. <laughs> yeah. When, he's an easy target for a lot of reasons. Right. But, I mean, the kid was a top, what was he, top 60 recruit? He's coming yeah, out 70, of high school? 75 at least. I mean, yeah, he was top 100. So, you know, I mean, the, the guys who are making those rankings know what they're talking about. So, I don't know. At times, I've even said it myself, he looks more like a Mac player than a Big Ten player, but maybe he makes that jump. There was a long time when we all hated Austin Thornton, and by the time he was a senior, he was a great player. Same thing with uh, Drew Namick back in the day. Same thing with, uh, um, I mean, there's countless guys that Matt McQuaid people ripped on for a long time. You know? Kenny Gaines, I mean, yeah, yeah. what Kenny did, you know? You go from being a walk-on to hitting the biggest shot of your life, you know? Kenny Goins get in the podcast game. Did you see that? I did not, no. They uh, robbed Oster and uh, Goodman launched, like, this podcasting network, and he's going to apparently host the Michigan State podcast. Oh, so they're they're starting a podcasting network. Yeah, Rob Doster yeah, and uh, Jeff Goodman are, and so like, there's a bunch of different teams that are, or there's podcasts that are team specific, and he's doing the Michigan State one, I guess. Anybody who's podcasting and not using this app, they're going to lose. That's all. That's, that's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of true, man. Lose, if you're not using locker room, you're going to lose, and then by the time you get hip to it, it's going to be too late. Yeah, this is this is a cool app. I have to say, I, I didn't know what it was when I got onto it, but uh, it's cool to be able to come on and just like, it's basically like, you know, Twitter in real, it's more like in real time because you can just interact with people all the time, yeah. you know? No you know what, bro? Like, you know, like, you know, this is, in my, in my opinion, if it's, if it is, if it is done the right way, if it's done the right way, because, you know, that's like the most, most important part. If it's done the right way, grows the right way, gets into the right niches the right way. You're looking at the same way Uber took over the taxi service, the same way Netflix did the Blockbuster. This could be the same thing that takes over radio. Yeah. Because, you know, people can listen to music on their phones all they want. 
but they want to hear what's going on in the world, they can just open this up. Mm-hmm. And they can take I mean, it with them. They don't need to sit in one place. They don't need to be in a car. Mm-hmm. Put this on. It comes through the through the car the uh, car audio. You know, <laughs> I'm washing dishes right now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm in the bed chilling. <laughs> we don't need too much info. Hey, but <laughs> I'm chilling. I am straight chilling right now, man. That's good, dude. Looking it's at Thursday. Uh, Looking at old Tom Herman's face on the 24-7 sports um, oh, account right now. Oh, no. <laughs> what did Tom I hope now? I hope Urban Meyer takes that job. In I Texas? Hope oh, Texas? I hope What's Urban going on with Tom it. Herman? I hope Urban is there, takes it. Is, he, is there some sort of news about him? No, 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 no. no. Oh. I'm hoping that he gets fired and Urban Meyer takes over. Do you think Urban's going to coach again? I think if if it's right, if it's right, yeah. if it's the right situation, and, and I think Texas would be. Yeah. Hmm. It'd be interesting. I mean, it's a different – he hasn't done the whole Big 12 thing yet. So, you know, might as well round it out because he's done – you well, done everything. SEC, <laughs> big time, yeah. I don't done think, everything but, else. Yeah, I don't think Utah was in the Pac-12 when he was there. But, yeah, he's, he's done it. No one cares about Utah, man. Utah is terrible. <laughs> what's, your hate with, what's your hate with Utah? I miss this. There's, the there's pictures of rocks. <laughs> all right, so, first of all, this dude, Donovan Mitchell, right, he tweeted out, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, you know, like you know, tweets out this this additional caption, whatever for the fans, blah 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 blah, right? So it's some kids who are sitting courtside, and he gives shoes to them, right? So all I tweet, the only thing I tweeted was, "Stop giving stuff." No, no. I said, "Stop giving free shoes to kids." <laughs> City courtside and go thirty rows up or something, right? And he quoted it. That's I quoted that. That's all I say, right? I put my phone down. The next day, one hundred forty thousand likes, twelve million impressions. Oh God! And all I have, I'm getting spammed. I am getting spammed a bunch of red rocks. Yikes. From just pictures of, like, the arches. <laughs> oh, God. How did I miss this? Oh, my God. This, this was, like, last... This was, like, in January. Either this past January or the January before that. I oh, forget. boy. Louisville could I, use him. Yeah. I think <laughs> right it was now. January 2019. Like, it was just all so, bad. So, how far has Maryland fallen this year that they're getting matched up at Clemson? They don't have a point guard. Their point guard is like a like a three star, like ranked number two hundred something, and then you lose Jalen Smith, and then you're not really replacing him with much too. They um, lost a lot. They lost a lot. Yeah, yeah. They didn't do a great job recruiting. I'll say that much. They have these years. I feel like where they they just have these down years. Yeah, I mean they lose Anthony Cowan and Jalen Smith. I mean. That, I mean, and don't try say, to replace them. Like legit try. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, I mean, Michigan State lost. You know, it's something comparable. It's Cassius Winston, Xavier Tillman, but, but yeah, you replaced them with two top eighty players. Yeah, Hogard and Sissoko. Right, you have Hogard and you have you know Sissoko. So you yeah. you made an attempt to fill this for the future. They didn't even do that. Yeah. I mean, they have some pieces from last year. You know, Daryl Michael, Aaron Wiggins. Yeah. Their wings are okay. Yep. Their wings are okay. I'll give them that. Point guard. Ayala, point guard? No, they're going to have the kid from. um, They probably uh, want one of those guys to play, like, point then. It's going to be the true freshman. He's, He's out of Maryland. He committed to Maryland like two years ago. <laughs> What's who's that? Is it the uh, smart kid? Anquan? Anquan? No, smart? that's he's from. I think I that's that's the guy from Illinois. I forget his and, name. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Looking at uh, Chol Chol Mar- Mariel. He's a big mm. guy. He he was he was a top five guy though, or a top or a five star guy. I think. Troll, really Troll Mariel? Yeah. Where's he at now? He's in Maryland. I think okay. he didn't play much last year, but I think he was a, fit, a five-star guy. So Marcus Dockery. Marcus okay. Dockery. Um, they also have a guy named Aquan Smart. Yeah, that's what I say. He's sort of a combo guy. It's going to be weird. I mean, it, it seems like uh, Melo Trimble was there for – or sorry, he was the one before. Anthony Cowan. Seems like he was there for a while. I said Melo Trimble because he's one of those guys that seemed like he was there for. We both were there for <laughs> six or seven years. Yeah, so it's been a long time since Maryland's been unsettled at point guard. They didn't even have a, a grad transfer come in yeah, at wow. the point guard spot. They're they're not going to have like like Marcus Dockery is he's more of a he's more of a scorer though, um, and I actually have him in the top ten impact freshman this year. Because of his opportunity, because he's mm-hmm. the only point guard on their roster, so he's going to be asked to do something. Yeah, they're they're going to take a step back. I think I'm looking at my this preview magazine. They got him at 11 in the Big That's, Ten. Yeah, that might I be a little that. too far. I don't know. That might be a little too far. Anywhere uh, but, between eight and eleven, I can see. Yeah, anywhere between eight and eleven, I can see. Yeah, it's not exactly a marquee matchup, though. Clemson. I think Clemson lost a lot of dudes too. Yeah, that that's like that's an ugly game. That's a game like nobody cares about. That's like a that's like the nine p.m. ESPNU window <laughs> <laughs> on a Thursday night or something. <laughs> yeah, that's the one they put up against Iowa and North Carolina. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Put them on the uh, cooking channel. The cooking channel. <laughs> True TV. True TV. Yeah. <laughs> that's where that's where we put the games. But let's have their game on locker room. You know, you go inside <laughs> the locker room. <laughs> on locker room. Oh my cool. gosh. Word. Um. It's gonna be interesting, man, and I cannot wait. So. You know, this year, you know, we do have to celebrate Rick Pitino's last year in the Big Ten. Who does Minnesota Richard hire? Pitino? Yeah. Yeah, Richard. I was like, wait, what is Wait, Richard. <laughs> Richard. Little Richard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little, the little guy. Little Richard. Who yeah. comes in and coaches Minnesota? 
when he's gone. That's You're, tough. Is are you calling it? Like he's he's gone. He's gone. There's no years? way he comes back because he's about to miss out on Chet Holmgren too. No way. He can't even recruit his state. It was for a little bit there. Uh, One year. One yeah. year. And then that team lost to Middle Tennessee State. I'm not uh, taking shots. Hey, are, no you are you trolling? I'm not trolling because <laughs> it's the truth. It was a 12-5 game, and it says something when the 12 seed is favored. Yeah, that was that was the easiest twelve five upset pick in the history of upsets. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was so like everyone was on that. Everyone was. On they were that. favored by like one or two points. That was that's ridiculous. The the that's point guard though, they do that. have one of the be- they do have one of the best players in the Big Ten, Marcus. The yeah, Marcus, Marcus Carr. Carr, but they don't have Otura, so it's like, well, I think they got a lot of grad transfers, but. Gabe Couch is there too, right? And then they have the kid from Drake who's able to play right away. Oh, yeah. Who who was the kid? Who was it? Did you say Drake? There is a kid from from Drake Drake. who's eligible to play right away. Like Liam Liam something. Yeah, he Uh, has about 14 14 and 8 or something like that. uh, What about Jamal Mashburn Jr.? Is on the team, freshman. Man, that well, makes me feel old. He'll have old. one year of Patino. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Hope he enjoys it. <laughs> hope you hope you enjoy your one year because he's gonna leave after next year and go somewhere his, else and play right away. Go, his dad's gonna replace him. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got one. Tubby Smith. Oh, oh wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! You fired him after he went to the tournament. The tournament, yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah, firing man. someone and then downgrading that much. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> did Did you know Tubby Smith is still coaching? Yeah, he's at yeah. High Point. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly didn't know that until just now when I googled it. Yeah, he's still coaching, man. Yeah, he's been a few spots now. Yeah, I feel like Minnesota basketball is one of those kind of like Nebraska football. They're like one of those programs that views themselves like they think they're something better than they actually are. Yeah, you know, like yeah. But you know, at least Nebraska's like done something in their existence, whereas Minnesota has Scott not. Frost hasn't. Well, no, but I mean, like in their in their history. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Who's Minnesota play in the Big Ten? Oh man, I I, I think it's like care. Pitt. Or Boston College, um, something like that. I think it's Boston College. Yeah. Um, yeah, Boston College at the barn. Is it Boston Jesus. College? Yeah. I'm rooting for whoever Minnesota plays. <laughs> <laughs> you don't root for the Big Ten? I don't like Richard Patino. You just want to see him get fired. <laughs> I want to see him get fired because, I, because I've been calling it and I want to toot my own horn. <laughs> Shocking! <laughs> oh my gosh, he's gonna get fired for sure, man. And, and I cannot wait. It's a tough league. It's a tough league to, to coach in when you're not one of the you know the elites. It's hard. So. It's hard, and there are really good coaches too. Really good coaches. You, know, you mm-hmm. have Izzo, Pykel. When when you have you know a a guy like Hoiberg come in and they finish at the bottom of the league. Like, 
it is a good it is a good good conference coach wise. Mm-hmm. Good conference, man. Who's what did you what did you think of the Penn State thing? Patrick Chambers getting leaving the program late in the game mm-hmm. like this. This sounds nuts. Every single time someone brings it up, all I'm thinking about is how Greg Marshall is still at Wichita State. Right. Yeah. That's um, everyone's been comparing it that way because you know, there's similar situations with one big difference that he has a lot more pull. It shouldn't be a difference, but I think, you know, my theory is that, you know, he has a lot more pull at Wichita State than and he's won. Chambers ever did at Penn State. Yeah, I mean, like, he made – Greg Marshall is one of the reasons people know what Wichita State is. Right, and why the they're in a bigger conference making more money now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So that's probably why he still has a job. But I'm with you. If this it's stuff, not I mean, surprising. It's not surprising. I I did hear about the Rasir Bol, uh, Bolden situation, and I was waiting for when it was going to like raise its head, whether he was going to, you know, have like a you know a a few games suspension or something. Um, but when it came out that he was resigning, I'm like, oh, they got him. I'm out of here. Yeah, that that was weird because it was like it got reported the Rasir Bolton thing, and where I always thought it was weird when he transferred. Because yeah. Penn State seemed like they were on the rise. He was starting to get more of those in-state kids. Mm-hmm. And and then he just randomly transferred. And I was like, well, okay, well, that's kind of weird. But then, you know, that came out, got reported, and then it kind of went away for a while. Yeah. But apparently he was being investigated this entire time internally. So I'm, what I'm guessing is more, or what I'm speculating is that, just more little things started to pop up, you know, like not necessarily things that by themselves would get you fired, but when it becomes a repeating pattern of questionable behavior, mm-hmm. it's time to go. And he also like pushed the kid during the game too. I think it was like the year that Bolton transferred. He like pushed Miles Dread in the huddle, and that that was like well publicized too. So it, like you said, like the the repeated offenses mm-hmm. kind of got a. And- and Go it's not, it. and it's not like his, like you know, it's not like Greg Marshall, like where his on-court performance warrants giving him the benefit. Oh of yeah, exactly. They probably wouldn't have been that good this year, anyways, because they lost Stevens. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I don't know who they who they can get. Like at this point, they'll probably just promote someone like within. But mm-hmm. I think that's the plan. I think yeah. they're just they're just trying to roll with with uh, take the L this year and then see what's out there in the following years. People are saying Martelli may go look at it, and I don't think so. That'd be a good fit, though, because he was at St. Joe's. I mean, I think they might they might try to make a run at the guy at um, at Duquesne. Um, what I forgot his name, Dambrit, Keith Dambrit, because I mean he's like right down the street in Duquesne, so right. I don't see why they wouldn't go after him. But has Duquesne they- been winning though? Yeah, I mean, so yeah. Gambert was winning at Akron. Like, he got to the tournament a good amount of times, and then he got to the Decane job, and then they've been okay. I don't think they've made it to the tournament, but they've been okay. Well, they're mostly think. in a one-bid league. I mean, they were 21-9 and nine last year. Yeah, 11, and then 11. They're, they're in a one-bid league, yeah, with either, like, Dayton or maybe, like, one or two other teams get it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes so, the A-10 gets – like the A-10 is the, better, is the better league than people give it credit for. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. But it's – you know, I mean, it's it's one, two, three teams. I think probably the most they've ever gotten is three. Um, yeah. But I, I saw someone on my Twitter feed today. I was asking for hot takes. 
That's how I got arguing with this idiot from Rocky Top. But uh, <laughs> but the uh, one guy said uh, Richmond to the Final Four. They just lost their starting point guard. Oh, did they? I think he did like towards ACL or something. So, but Richmond was good. Who to the Final Four? Richmond. Richmond. From the Rich, what? <laughs> yeah, Richmond. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't saying that, but this guy was like, "That's a weird take." I don't, I don't listen to any Final Four talk before I see a bracket. Yeah, that's true. I also like, don't I wanna... talk to me about Final Four this and that. Let me see a bracket. I agree. Yeah, I got. I need to see more than even just a bracket. Like I need to see these guys play. That's why I got to see I them play. Got to see the matchups. Who was Jacob Gilliard? Is that who you're talking about? Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Richmond guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he got hurt, huh? Yeah, and he was like, I think senior. So, well, he gets to come back. Thing. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> All these guys are gonna have their their gleaming doctor doctorates by the time they're done playing. I like, can't wait. Why? Yeah, doctorate in communications. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why did they give the guys this year an extra year of eligibility, but not last year? Yeah, that's well make because sense. last year they did play the entire season, no postseason, but they did play the entire season. Yeah. This year, I think there's so much uncertainty. Even if there's, you know, they they could come out with a schedule, but that could get canceled again, or games can get chopped down or rescheduled. There could be another mess, mm-hmm. um, and there could be a mess like there is with football, where a team has to shut down for a full week or two. Um, who knows? And I, I think because of that uh, uncertainty, um, they're just gonna say, "Hey, look, this is just a wash of a year. Come back next year." Yeah. yeah, especially with the the current protocols that the Big Ten has, at least where if one player gets tested yeah, positive, like a then they fourteen all day. Have yeah, they got. They might have to rethink that. I don't know how you how you're gonna get games in when you with that. I don't know. Twenty-one days. I like once they explain it, I get it. Um, but it's still like a, it's still a lot. It's still a lot of time, man. Because um, it's like ten to fourteen days in quarantine, and then they're giving you seven days to get your conditioning back up, get your workouts back in, so you're not being rushed back on the field where there's going to be a higher chance of injury. No, I, I get it from that standpoint. I just, from a you know an actual making it happen standpoint, especially right. basketball when you got 13, 14 guys on a team that are going to be in close quarters with each other, and if one of them, like if, like if you know the guy on the end of the bench gets it and nobody else can play, I that just doesn't seem make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, I saw right. Kevin, I saw Kevin Willard, Seton Hall's coach, was like. It's, shit it's, yeah, it's a shit show is what he said. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, how is that going to work? Like, how are we going to get games in? Because right. because basketball teams don't have a surplus of guys to be just plugged in. Yeah. So, there's 10 yeah. to 15. That's, that's there, all we got. Yeah, there's not 100 <laughs> guys on the roster. Yeah. We got the damn manager starting for, you know, starting at shooting guard. Oh, man. He comes out, scores 20, and has a movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's how uh, it goes. What if I told you? <laughs> 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 I 
It's what's coming. It's coming. Here's what they do. We'll just combine the men's and women's teams, and we'll have a co-ed season. A co-ed season. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a lot <laughs> that, of fun. Loki would be a little bit interesting. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 you UConn might smack UConn, but then none of the men's players on UConn. You're going to have, like, Kofi Coburn playing against the, the girls' team. Yeah, you would have four You would have four chicks and James Booknight starting for UConn. <laughs> and they beat Minnesota hand, hand, handily. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Um, All right. I got I got to check out guys. I got to uh I got a little I'm meeting my buddy in uh, about 20 minutes here. Yeah, so. I got to run yeah, out man. too. It's nice talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, man. Good games on the horizon. I can't wait. I'll see you. You All guys right, stay safe. You. Yep, talk to you guys later. Sure.